Ingenious. April 23, 2013, it's the Watt from Pedro Show.
came back, Brother Matt had a hurt back. Yeah, my, I was crawling, I was in the Quasimodo stage, right, and right. I got to the Neanderthal stage, and now How would I'm you compare this man. with, because it was a crippler right on the deck, remember you had them stones? Damn. Because that had you on the deck too, yeah, right? Both, both crippling. Yeah. I, the, the, the stones were like one crippling night yeah. um, that kind of lingered yeah. for, for a few months, but... Uh, this was like a couple of weeks of solid crawl. Wow, so different that way. Yeah, yeah. I know Stones laid low. Uh, my organ man, second man, Pizzo, amazing. Fuck for he was crippled. Man. This is a longshoreman. But you know who just had him? And had to miss a gig with me and Perk? Brother Wayne Kramer. Oh, man. Was that in the underground? 13 he thought he was going to make it. The place it was going to be in that. Yeah, it's yeah, got a new yeah. name now. But. Yeah, that social club. You know what? That Tally said she saw those Canadians she was telling us about. those. Oh, the Red Native Tribe. People. Yeah, they played 420, I think, someplace. Uh, there! Oh, fuck Because man. she went to, uh, it was Record Store Day. So they yeah. went and saw me at Fingerprints and then went up there. 
Oh man, I wanted I just to check those guys out. I forgot where they were. Brother Matt, so anyway, it's really great that you ain't in pain, that you're not on the deck, that you, you. I get to do the show again with you. It's been a long right, time. Welcome back. Now we start off the show with John Coltrane doing Night Has a Thousand Eyes, and we heard Practice by Sawako, and then a tune by our guest, right son. Welcome aboard. Thank you so much. A tune called First Lady. Yeah, welcome to the Love Grotto here on the Project Point. Right we also on. got another guest. Yeah, I got. I, got I was totally surprised on. Yeah, we totally surprised. Brother Adam Bomb. Yeah, it's been a long, long time. Sorry to, sorry to bum rush. <laughs> it ain't no bum rush. It's no, a he's supplement. To, totally a gut, worthy of total guest status, and I'm having him be my spin cycle meister today. Yeah, um, can you believe that? It's the first time in our next month. It'll be 12 years we've been doing the show. Wow, so this crazy. is the, this is going to be a first. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'm, I'm truly honored to be here. Yeah, so my kids, so you did, as I was saying, me and Adam Baum hung every day for like five years, yeah. probably, like numerous times. We're talking about the early 80s. Eating burritos every day, going on adventures, having crazy times, and I haven't really seen them for 25 years. 25 probably. years. Maybe twice in 25. The time in traffic downtown and, and some band called Slow Riders. That That's right. There. The yeah, city's cool. too big, brother Matt. <laughs> city's too big. You gotta too shrink big. it down. Los de Pedro like uh, McLuhan's there, McClans there. Global <laughs> Village. So you were hip to the burrito day. He was one of the OGs. Oh, yeah. Was, yeah, yeah. He was one of the first tasters. He called in, called in live on the air from Zamora Brothers. Yeah. Zamora Brothers. Zamora right. Brothers, yeah. Sunset Boulevard. So, so welcome aboard. Thank you. The second you. hour, we'll hear your uh, rendition on Brother Matt's spin cyclic awesome. shiftage. Thank Blue you. shift. Yeah, and you have to come back What was the name of your more. show? The Final, Final Countdown. Final Countdown. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he has to come back for a whole episode. Yeah, know. we'll get him in tomorrow. He's also a musician, man. He's yeah, he got plenty. Bro, are still doing Yeah, yeah. He's yeah, that's where we were in Chile. Chile. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. in Nipa, so, so plenty to say. So just a foot in the door today. With the fucking... Uh, with the with the with the gimmick, Santos. you know me. You know me. <laughs> Always some gimmick. Okay, yeah. <laughs> okay let's get back to our... Uh, first host, Hiroshi-san. Uh, music man, but also a painter, drawer man. Artist man, Renaissance man, but let's first. Uh, I want. I want. To, uh, well, tell me something about. Uh, we're gonna play a tune here called Mitsuko. Tell me about this tune. We, when we come back, I'll get into your whole uh, journey through music. But tell me something about this song, Mitsuko. Hmm. Well, it's a it's a garage band piece, and. Um, Garage band meaning not out of a garage, but out of the software. Just uh, just uh, on the Mac, yeah, it's yeah. software called uh, GarageBand. Uh, if you buy a Mac, there's free software on it, so you can start making music right away. Bingo, yeah. So I just I uh, I was in China and Japan about five years ago. Busted my Mac, came back came back at a new one. It had GarageBand on it, and I just I got so deeply into it. Um, and uh, I don't know what to say about Mitsuko. I like the name. And it seemed to match the groove, and otherwise it was just kind of a right brain intuitive thing that I just threw together.
Okay, so here at UCLA, it's finals week. So we know that I'm not the most politically correct person, so don't take this offensively. I don't mean it towards any of my friends. I mean it towards random people that I don't even know in the library. So, you guys are not the problem. The problem is, these hordes of Asian people at UCLA accepts into our school every single year, which is fine. But if you're going to come to UCLA,
records Girls are screaming, everyone running Squeezing out the back door Party was about to get good What's going through that is more
Watt from Pedro Show. We started off with uh, Matsuko by Hiroshi, like we were saying. Then we heard uh, some new stuff. Uh, no, actually, we heard. Uh, do you guys remember this lady at UCLA who made a YouTube video about getting bothered in the library? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. oh man! Well, some dude made a tune out of this. <laughs> okay, it's called Asians in the Library by Louis Laguerre. Sing song, ling long, ting tong. I think she had to quit school and shit. Oh, she got pressed. Well, her dad was doing some bikini line. It was to drum up some hype. I heard. But it kind of blow back. Blow back. Then we heard uh, something new from Demon Queen, uh, Rude Boy, featuring Nate No Face. And then something new from uh, Tobacco, Lipst Lipstick Destroyer. Uh, Tobacco's with Diamond Queen. And then Hey Rockin' by Black Bananas. They were on the other side of the split seven. Hey, we had a. Uh, I should have brought you one. Brother Matt, they gave, uh, made a seven inch of some black game. I'll bring oh, it next oh, week. Oh, bitchin', bitchin'. Because record store day, everybody. Uh, yeah, that was a... Uh, can I talk about that? Yeah. I had to do Man Alone show last week. Oh, yeah? Was, yeah. Very awkward. I had no gas. I had no <laughs> <laughs> Man Alone and everything. Stumble bum. <laughs> terrible. So a lot of music. There was a lot of spiel. <laughs> I hope I made you aware. I hope you got to go to the record store and you're... Uh, Parts people and support yeah, that support thing. Support your record stores. And it's not just the uh, the material item, the physical manifestation. It's the culture of yeah. like coming in there and you see another music people and they could hit you on to other bands and you might be able to hit them. Candy stores shit. for music. We're kind of missing that. I know people talk on the internet, but there was something about just bumping into people in record stores, right? Yeah. Am I wrong? Like a, mm. Getting turned on to a new fanzine. Yeah. Yeah. You know? right. That's that's. Oh, she. Yeah, I'm totally. About this record store culture, have we lost it by losing the store? Oh, of course, yeah. Yeah. But so April twenty, I think it's not always cool April twenty. Fingerprints. Adam yeah. Baum works at one of the cool ones. Amoeba. Those are yeah. just a couple of the coolest record stores that you can find in, in California. A lot of folks. Yeah. A lot of folks turned out on Saturday. Who played in yours? Uh, well, it was more DJ sets. Ah, Lance okay. Lance Rock from right. uh, Yo Gabba Gabba did yeah, a, yeah. a DJ set. Jeff McDonald, Red Cross. Yeah, bassman. Did, uh, did actually guitar oh, man. Oh, singer man, Steve. Sti and he's an off. Steve, yeah. Uh, Jeff, Jeff did DJ set. And, yeah, but uh, Steve's an off and yeah. he's a bassman. And Lucinda Williams. Oh, wow. Did uh, it, uh, just talking to fans, answering questions. Really cool, really cool uh, woman. Like, took time out. Ben hung out with her. Yeah. Uh, was she in the desert still in the trailer? I believe so. Okay. Well, we... Uh, some kid who played with Paul McCartney went on before us in Long Beach. He just played acoustic. He was pretty bad. Hmm. I guess he was in Wings. Uh -huh. <laughs> I don't know who's in the Wings. You know who's in the Wings? Jim O'Rourke. Really? He loves him. Wow. Is he good bass lines in He's in Tokyo. Huh? Good bass lines in Wings. Good lines. <laughs> I don't think McCartney was doing bass, though. Oh. Yeah, I think it was Denny Lane or somebody. Yeah, I think he was, yeah. Linda sure was a singer backup. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't there some tapes of that? Where like they sold it. Uh, on Hey Jude, yeah. Hey it's, Jude. it's gruesome, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of rough. Uh, and then uh, we heard uh, Dig a Hole by GFR. she said, how did you first get into music? Oh, uh, playing music? You, listening no, to music? just hearing it. Uh, Grew up on the Beatles, uh, then sort of punk hit me pretty hard, late 70s, early 80s. Uh, then just got increasingly obsessed with different kinds of music. 
uh, Gong, David Allen, yeah, that whole sure. thing. That got me really into a bunch of jazz stuff, um, Coltrane, Ornette, and then just sort of everything from there. When did you, uh, I mean, first you were a listener, right? Right, of course, yeah. When, when did you get into making? Uh, well, I was fantasizing about playing in front of tons of people from the time, like, shortly after I started listening. Yeah. So um, and then this guitar was natural. I'd already been playing air guitar for years, so uh, that just flowed pretty well. Over. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I switched over. Yeah. Is no, I'm from New York, so yeah. So, so I, I play was both in the now. City at that time. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. And uh, did anybody in your family play? Not really. I mean, Man sort of dilettantes everywhere, but yeah, man alone. Did you make a band right away? Uh, kind of. Yeah. I mean, it lasted Cats for a school. few minutes. Yeah. yeah. So and that was it had like a gig, you know. Did you? Uh, I ask this because this is something I went through. Did you write songs right away? Uh, just while recording. I didn't necessarily write like uh, lyrics and chord, um, chord structures. And, you know, I just got really into uh, laying down tracks, and so that was like the, the way I composed. So but still, you were composing, because right. when I first started, all I did was copy records. Being mm. That's what everybody did in Pedro here. Right. No one wrote their own songs. Okay. So I always ask people this. Did you start writing songs right? Because this is one thing that really endeared me to the punk movement, was these cats started writing songs right away. Mm. And for some reason in our, whatever, special circumstances, <laughs> we were too knucklehead to do that. <laughs> 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 Try it. You know, no one thought of music as an expression. It was more like building models. So you're I'm just doing like who covers and whatever. What were you? Well, when Menti Boone first, uh, the only rock and roll band he knew of was Creedence. Okay. He had those first six records, and uh, I knew Creedence because they were on the radio a lot. Uh, his mother said, "You're going to be in a band with him. You're going to play <laughs> the bass." You know, I didn't know what the bass was, <laughs> and what was was even really hard. I mean, I could hear it with Jamerson or. Larry Graham, or even guys from the England rock bands like uh, Ed Whistle. Ed Whistle, you mm. right? Geezer mm-hmm. um, Butler, uh, the Scott guy, um, Jack Bruce. Mm-hmm. I couldn't hear the bass. And it's one reason why, uh, what is the reason why I started wearing flannels? I thought if I wore the singer shirts, T. Boone would still like me. Because <laughs> I could not hear the bass, I could not tell what was going on. And the whole thing was about trying to copy. Things, not to play mm. in front of people, just mm. doing your bedroom, you know, like building models. So right away you started. As soon as I had a four track, I was, you know, you were, you just got way into composing. that. Yeah. Wow, that's that's amazing. I mean, they're not much for compositions. They're more. It's more like a, a, a Tascam demo or something. You know, just have bouncing tracks. Yeah, but you're still you're trying to doing like something I said, new. Use music as a form of expression. Yeah. Instead of like you know, hey, kind of sounds like it. No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> it was so hard. It was so hard. Uh, I mean, even even uh, you know, learning off the record, you'd have to keep going back. And mm. Boone's record player. I mean, we had to put like quarters on this thing. So, you <laughs> <laughs> so we got this big old balancing act, trying to get it back there. Hear that lick like that? No, hear it like that. It was it was really hard. It was. Yeah. And then how? But we shouldn't have done that. We shouldn't. Have, that's what what we saw. At the first punk gigs, like, why were we wasting all this time mm. doing this? These cats don't care. They just started writing songs. A band like, for example, uh, Urinals. These guys they didn't even know what they were going to play. They, like, drew straws. <laughs> you know? Oh, oh you're going to be the drummer. You're mm. going to be the guitar. You're... 
Yeah, they didn't know that you're supposed to use separate amps. The bass and the guitar went the same amp. Kevin played a drum set with paper. They didn't know drums. Yeah, it was a kid, little kid set, but you know, they just went for it. Even then, those songs are so catchy. That oh first yeah, EP. surfing with the yeah. shot. I, I still do that. Sex, with guys. Mm. it's great. Sex, yeah, yeah. Actually, I think sex is a last song. It's a cover. Don't hold me to it, but I think so. That's Vetus. <laughs> or is it the other one, Go Away Girl? Isn't there two songs? Well, actually, it, the, both songs are on one side. When you flip it over, it's all the... Uh, in the old days, when you cut a record, that you would put tones so they could uh, align the azimuth. So I think the back side is all the tones. 1K, 140. Okay, so... Uh, you were making like demos, little tapes. Yep. Uh, so it was a little while to you did recordings that were released. Um, yeah, I didn't. I didn't put anything out until MySpace, uh, oh. and then I got into that Hiroshi stuff. Yeah. In the middle of the um, 2000s. Yep. And what do you um, call them? I don't know the the aughts. Aughts. I mean, I never I never Aughts used that. Shotgun. Yeah. <laughs> what do you, the first decade? What do you call them? Of what? Of, of, of the century, the first decade. The first decade? Like those 2000s. Yeah, 2000s? Thousands? <laughs> you just don't? You said odds. Like odds. Yeah. I, wow. think I read it, but I've never said it, so, and I certainly don't use it in conversation. I have no idea. Thousands. Anyway, so... <laughs> Millennial. I have no idea. <laughs> so, okay. Okay, so that's when you started. So you just didn't uh, do this conventional thing like make records or tapes or anything. Just put it up on the internet. Yeah, exactly. Okay, okay. And then I started toying with, with band names, and I just come back, like I was saying, from Asia, and um, there was something so liberating about being Hiroshi. I think I was getting really into Cornelius. and oh, yeah. um, which is a band, uh, Tokyo, the cat, cat named um, Mr. Keiko. Like, he, like, he does everything himself. Yeah. I know people who are part of his tour band, but he's oh, sh- uh, Shimmy and and uh, so they're not on on the album. Um, no, no, he makes all the albums all by himself. Uh-huh. He can't tour that way. So right, he okay. Brings them to play the parts. Yeah, uh-huh. Okay, like so similar to Black Moth, I guess. Right, regard. right, yeah, Mr. Okay. Tom. That's right. what he does. Right. Uh, what about this Get Down? Am, am I on that? Uh, you're not on that one. Uh, you're on. This uh, is a different version. Y- oh yeah, that's right. I have an instrumental version that you are on, which I didn't finish mixing. Sorry about that, man. Uh, uh, I, I actually played bass for some of his tunes. On two I, tracks, I remember yeah. one having the title Get Down, because that's right. what we're going to hear next. Cool. Can, can you tell us about this one? So, um, yeah, just as Hiroshi, I thought, I'm just going to pop this Malcolm on there, and I didn't want to do it with my, my given name for whatever reason I hung up on whatever trip. But as Hiroshi, I just felt so free to be like, bang, that's what I feel like saying, and then just pop the Malcolm on there, and it seemed to work. And Get Down? Get down. Maybe it's inspired by the uh, Curtis Mayfield title. Just seemed oh, to yeah. just cut right to the chase. Just let's make it happen. Let's do it. Is this the one with the guitar man from up north? Uh, no, <laughs> that, that's also the uh, one. That was we, another tune I yep. played on. Okay, uh-huh. we're gonna listen. This is Hiroshi with Get Down. Why for Pedro?
Chorchny Kajun, Dwistel Spaped O Troblin, Fnapli A Cool, A Wisty Bishrate, Ovla Pana Groblum, Chifide Ma Shustim, Kibli Ibli Droof, Klebi Pie O Dustern Vry, Ap Chach Anin Taduth. Oh, ma volley, tuppy, ma fuppy trime. Chacha neo tug. Rabber geeb, ma hummity heim. Ast takali galoob. Chundra fast bolds and toastra. Bigabaki bigmas too. Poquestrum, un dundrali. Ma tempo tea, a tamatu. Ka lepidi dof de rancho blopes. Cha-la-la-la-la-lee. They ain't raised the rent Since a Democrat was president Last time they freed the roof from soggy leaves Bills line the sills Customer or current resident Rainwater shooting from the No one cut the lawn since the uncles and the kids are gone Flew in last minute for the services Came with only carry-ons three days then left for home at dawn Couldn't stand the dust and dirty dishes How will you know you are mourning? Will tears cascade like rain? Will gray, gray clouds give warning? Will the weather bring your pain? others wept You stayed upstairs and overslept Watched Johnny Carson as the wake went late What does he do all day? Do you believe the way this place is kept? You hear them criticize and castigate But they weren't here to witness birthdays, graduations missed So many years since we gave a shit about that lawn And that long, long list Of clinics, shrinks, and therapists So long before her grave she was gone How will you know you are mourning? Will thunder make your plane? Will it first forebode? Then come storming, low to precipitate.
you are morning, will thunder make your plain? Will it first forebode, then come storming, low to precipitate? Sure, I met you. We wrote a song about our new environment. Big fat pop, hands down, buck. Big baby dollar that goes into the big spot. That was mad. I don't remember that stuff. Here we are. Here's our show. We heard Orochi doing Get Down, and after that, something from Petra Hayden's new album called, well, you know, she's doing it's. Actually, there's somebody playing music with her, but most of it's a cappella of a uh, movie theme. Oh, and this one was from cool This Is Not America. Maybe it was Snowman, Falcon. Oh, yeah, she has a mm-hmm. That cat was actually yeah, from the PB hill, kid. right? Yeah, PB kid. They were selling it to Soviets, some kind of a... Yeah, for Cho Cho, right? Yeah, somebody's dad or somebody worked yeah, that's right. Is that right. Falcon and the Snowman? Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. I think yeah. that's the... Because yeah. what she's doing, I think last week I did Psycho or something. She, hmm. she made an album of all these theme songs to movies. You know, her brother's uh, has a great band. Spain. Yeah. Yeah, she's been Spain. here for a yeah. while. No, I'll, I'll come have her down again. Uh, then we heard Chris Coger doing a poem, Ode to Possibility, and finally uh, Jeff Farina with Glory Tellers and a song called Song Long, no, So Long Before Her Grave. Sorry, Jeff. He had a band called Karate. He's from the East Coast. Actually, Boston. Uh... So, uh, I, you people couldn't tell, but when we were hearing the music, and Bob was talking about this, what you call it, like a revel, revelation? Absolutely. Revelatory, revelatory. experience. Absolutely. That you wanted to write an Earth, Wind, and Fire song. You know, I saw them. Uh, they were the second band at the Cal Jam. Was that uh, 70, they were after Rare Earth, 74. 74? Wow. Yeah, $6.50. We took the bus for $2 out to Ontario Racetrack. And they were the second band. And it was getting hot when they played. It was freezing. We went there the night before I almost died. Somebody told me it's 150 degrees at night time in the desert. <laughs> I'm such a dumb fuck. I almost died. I calmed out and dudes, I woke up with just conch sacks all over me. They saved my life. <laughs> because, you know, I was right next to the fence and they had just covered me with their fucking conch sacks. So I remember Rare Earth. Do you remember them? I think they were Detroit band. The I, just wanna, I just want to settle. Yeah, yeah. I think they had a dude, a dedicated cowbell. But there's another version of Get Down that I'm on and play bass. And we'll get to that a little bit more. But um, Orson Sun's one of the first guys that brought on this new kind of era in my bass recording where you don't have to be in the room with the cat. They send you files over the internet and you play to them and then you send your bass file back. So when did you finally meet face to face after file sharing? He came to some gigs. Yeah, yeah. He'd come see me play. You know. So you guys knew each other cyberly, though. For I, I, yeah. I knew him only through his music, and yeah. I wanted to play it on my show. And he asked if I would collaborate. And, whoa, whoa, we're at the end of the first hour of the uh, April 23rd, 2013 edition Wild for People show with guests Sarosan and Adam Bomb. Everybody hold tight. Hour two. <laughs> And, the, and they're so ingrained in it. April 23rd, 2013. It's the second hour. A lot from B-Bro Show.
through this thinking I mustn't dwell on the very thirsty notion of infancy. I may have already eaten too much. The wallpaper has parallelogrammatic frills. Stand in the center. It'll spin. Let her need to be warm fill you like a white plate of salt. Curl your orifice against this early spice. And if you have to get angry, do it with sneezes. Crying! Jeepers! My, my! Toe stepper!
sassafras Many things will come to pass And the smoke shall rise again To the place above where it began
Yeah, you jump on every opportunity to expand the musicianship, <laughs> no doubt. Papa Pedro Show. Thanks, Brother Matt. That's very kind of you. You started the second <laughs> hour off with something from uh, our son called Hillary Flight Suit. What was that about? <laughs> Uh, that was during the uh, the primaries with Obama, and she was pulling out some some race stuff that really just pissed me off. Um, and then she got caught in this in this lie about uh, having to to land under fire. Yeah. And so I just wanted to kind of just present her as Push as her being out. a yeah. Yeah. She is actually okay. <laughs> Good move. Then we heard um, Eric Kirkendall and Rich West doing "Salty Dog." Terry Malos has a brand new album. We heard something from that new Chlorine, Sacktown band. I think they're starting a tour soon. So go see them if you can, people. Then something from the 60s. You, you ever hear of a band called Bubble Puppy? I found this tune, Hot Smoke and Sassafras. And after that, uh, Repulsion, which was a short-lived band with Dave Markey, doing this theme to Sir Drone. So oh, drum was cool. a movie that Raymond Pettibone did with yeah. me and Mike Kelly, a guy named Richie. Someone wanted to interview me about Richie. He was in a band called Acetone or something. Anyway, uh, the good memories of Richie and Mike Kelly both. Hmm. Uh, after that was Bit by Bub by Maeve Mills. Maeve Mills. Maeve Mills is a cat I met on this tour in March in... Sheffield, town I'd never played before. He came down from Leeds. I had met him 90, maybe 20 years before here in Pedro. Oh. He played with a band called Chumbawamba. Oh, yeah, yeah. And Dose played like with them at the street. That's right. And uh, yeah, after all these years, see him again. He's doing electronic. Don't do he quit uh, Chumbawamba and don't do bass, but he plays. Uh, Electronic and trumpet, and so he's more, but he's still doing music. Very cool people. Somebody come out from uh, old days. It's cool. I love the tracks. Yeah, I love it. And then finally, something that, remember, I, oh, you didn't, because it was a Man Alone show last time, but I couldn't remember the name of this album, The Paranoid Critical Revolution. Their new album's called Crimson Canvas, and this is the title tune, and another tune. It's really good. Reg, um, Reg was actually running. The band when I did that Symphony Number no. Thirteen oh. for uh, Glenn Branca. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. John Myers conducted it. And Glenn, of course, wrote it. But Reg was kind of running. She's. Uh, I think there were sixty-four guitar players, twenty basses, one drummer. I sat next to the drums. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so uh, off air, people, uh, we were talking about uh, my collaborations with the Horse Sun here and. Him asking me aboard, this is like started a whole new era for me where people would just send the files and then I would play bass to it and send the files back. I've done tons of stuff that way now. And uh, I, I, got, I got you to thank. Oh, right on. Thank you. That. You know, uh, I thought his music was so interesting. He was so uh, open about it. And uh, yeah, maybe it's like the same reason, you know. The dog licks the balls, you know, because he can. <laughs> you know, I did. I, you know, and we couldn't in the old days. You actually had to get right. in the room with the cat. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, it was the dawn of a new year for me. 
And now I've done all kinds of stuff, so I got you the thing. It's like cool. the Birth of Thunderpants kind of, huh? Yeah, it's the Birth of Thunderpants. That's what I call my little studio, my little thing. Oh, okay. Now i got uh-huh. a good converter and some stuff to make me a little thicker and fatter. Mm. I was going right in the pewter in those days with you. Oh, okay. So now, you know, I've learned some stuff, and we put together Casa Hanzo here with Pizzo. And yeah, it's... So that was a great thing that you did for me by getting me... Uh, oh, fantastic. See, one thing about being around a long time is you get used to certain ways getting done that way, and you think it's the only way, and that's silly. You never know it all. You've never been around too long. You're always... Uh, I think it's healthy to think that you're always here to learn new ways and things like this. And I, I got, I'm grateful for you. Yeah, uh, cool. Uh, yeah, and that, no, I thought it was a trip to Carlos Gutierrez sent me an email the other day. Well, Dr. we can ease on more. Talking about a phone, he was there like, oh, this is on YouTube. Well, I'll send you this. Uh, the whole yeah, world for Carlos. Yeah, I thought yeah. he was going to come to the record store. He didn't want to deal with buying a record early and coming late and hanging out or coming yeah. back or whatever. The rules were he were too much for him to deal with. So. He could have just came and saw the gig. It was the first time I played the second man in two years. Wow. And we were buying it. It was a toy PA. And Nick came out, huh? Nick Big Nick in. played the Minute Man right song, This Ain't No Picnic. Cool. So we got Second Man, we got Missing Man. Yeah. We got Pair of Pliers. Yeah. With my buddy Vince. Yeah, Maroney. <laughs> Vince fucking rocks. Last, last fall, Vince we put out a seven great, inch man. with him. Okay. It was from yeah, Tour and McTom. So He's an he, he just went to Taipei. Did he? Oh, yeah. Taipei, yeah. He's, he's uh, Thomas Sherpas? No. Uh, I think, don't 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 hold me to that. I think the cat's name is Chris Owen. Something like that. He's, he's playing, he's playing s- with Mario, I know that. Sax and flute. Was he doing something with Mario Lolly? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Fatso. That's he's right. A, he's a part of Fatso Jets. Right. But he's got he's, his own thing called, uh, with the W? Wongs? Wings? Uh, Wicks? I thought he's, that, got the, he's got the, the bop. Band downbeats. No, there's this band that's mostly his now. Actually, he he was in another band too that uh, I played with that Liquid Kitty. That he didn't write any songs. It was psychedelic guys. Oh man, kind of like '60s kind of. What is that? Oh oh oh. Uh... See see, Alzheimer's makes interviews. Got lots of pauses. <laughs> the name of the, the the singer Rory Borealis. Uh, was he playing drums? This was drums, yeah. But you could tell they weren't his kind of songs. But he was helping them out. But he's busy, busy music. Yeah. He had a horrible bike wreck. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but you know what? Come back. He, he bounced back from yeah. that. Like, almost like superhuman. Like, like $6 million man. Yeah, like mm. collarbone. He came yeah. back. Collarbone. 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 Smashed collarbone. <gasps> horrible wreck. You know, because he lives in those hills in the Echo Park. Yeah. He is one talented dude, man. Yes, yeah. he can blow a harp, I'll tell you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's get back to Hiroshi here. Uh, have you thought about getting all your stuff together and making a vinyl? <laughs> I have, actually. Maybe we talk about that off the air. Oh. Um, <laughs> but I, have, I haven't been making music lately. I've just been drawing. Okay. Um, yeah, I want to get to that. Cool. When we come talk to you again, because people out there, uh, I wish I'm not just a... Uh, Music man, this guy's actually a painter and a drawer, too. Sort of like D. Bill. A complete artist. Yeah, Renaissance man. The Da Vinci of our days. Thank you. <laughs> but right now, what yeah. I got the extreme great honor to do, which I usually do at this period, is bring Brother Matt aboard, but he's yeah. going to hand it off. Yeah, I'm so stoked and thrilled to have Adam Baum here as my ringer for today, doing a spin cycle master, because 
Adam Bomb rocks in so many ways. He's been influenced in SoCal and LA for way over 30 years, and it's a treat to have him here. So here's my buddy, Adam Bomb. Thank you, sir. So now it is my extreme pleasure to bless you with these great flavored zigzag blunt wraps to welcome you here as a spin cycle meister. And it's my pleasure for all of you to have the awesome Adam Bomb. Namaste.
Red for cotton. Tie your arm with your shoestring. Watch it all dissolve in you, and watch yourself dissolving in the doorway of a vacant building. Listening to the sounds the cars make, indifferent to what's going on.
get loose and lose all that nothing remains after you when you're gone. In good times. 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 so much for bringing some something for Brother Matt on the spin yeah. cyclage. Bringing yeah. your own taste of things. Right on. Last Ooh, thing there is Joe Biza, you're actually uh, taking Ralphie's place in Mechalodiac. Is that not right? Yeah, that's uh, that's this weekend. Uh, uh, Friday, April 26th at Tex. You know, uh, Sunset. You've been to that place? I've driven by a bunch of Yeah, they got gigs. Yeah. Huh? I've never been in there. You always see the letters from like three blocks away. <laughs> yeah, T-I-X. Yeah, you know what? I went there. Uh, Charlie, uh, the, the Pixie singer, had a birthday party there. Or was that El Cid? Because there's another path. They're close to each other, huh? That's, yeah, that's yeah. further west. That's close That's where it was. Yeah. It was El Cid. So, no, but I've driven by it a bunch, and I know people played there. So, we'll good look at there. 
Look, uh, yeah, just want to People get... might not know about cakes uh, you, and the culture that both you and Brother Matt come from. Why, why don't you get into what those days were like? Uh, the station's still around, by the way, you know, and uh, they still got, you know, they're young people, of course. Except Stella's still there, right? Stella's still going strong. She's well, kind of it, yeah, in, in those days, uh, we're talking when I started, this would be yeah. like 1983, 84, yeah. uh, K-Rock, K-R-O-Q-F-M was, right. uh, was a real strong presence yeah. in, the, in the L.A. area in terms of even, you know, uh, from anything what you'd call new wave and punk, you know, because you had uh, Rodney. Well, he started that with that Sunday show. Exactly. Yeah. And then, but then you also had guys on during the week that were kind of hip to all that stuff, that Jed the Fish and all that. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. So, so there was, for me, it was like uh, I'm always looking at myself in an underdog kind of position. It was like, all right, there's somebody to gun for. They're not playing. They're, they're missing out on a whole entire uh spectrum of, of music that's yeah. happening just right here in the city of Those LA. Those guys listened to us to see what they were going to play. Yeah, and I still think... <laughs> that's true. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I, I, they probably have played more ads than they did music. Yeah, yeah, so... Okay, so you, it's, uh, let me tell people that Loyola Marymount's a Jesuit school, so they didn't have to worry about ads. And in fact, what the culture was, each DJ had its own show, right? There was no playlist. No playlist. There was, there was some general guideline, guidelines like... Uh, there was a box of new releases. They say play one or two new what, releases an hour. Most K-Rock plays that you don't touch anymore. <laughs> but, but, but other than that, yeah, free reign. Free reign. Yeah, so you were like in reaction to this K-Rock. That, that was my initial yeah. like uh, uh, motivation to, to get involved with that. Because it was, you know, you're listening to the station today. You're aware of all this music that's happening in, in your own town. Yeah. in your own backyard, and that's being ignored. Yeah, and and I said, we there's got to be another way so this this stuff can right. be heard. And I'm sure all the the staff, all the people that were getting involved at the same time, felt the same way. Right, right? it's like a magic time. I remember those meetings. Everybody at the meeting was a totally. They were all into what they were into. Yeah, but they were all totally different, totally individual, independent personalities. Yet united. Yeah, yeah, yet all, everyone was all in the same deal. And you're only limited by your imagination, basically, because we had 3,000 watts for this little team to work with. And, and if broadcasting was a sport, we would have owned the national championship for, like, several years. Yeah. <laughs> and could, you know, good example. Uh, punchline, what makes a man start fires. Those records have been out for a long time. You know, you'd never, you'd maybe hear a snip. Lucky if Rodney played that. And at those days, I was a huge fan of of the Minutemen. I said, why is this not on the air during the day? Maybe, you know, just for a little 10 minutes, 15 minutes, you know, alternative spotlight, whatever you want to call it. But why is this not getting the recognition that it should get? Oh, well, okay, so you would play that. They would let us come play on the show. On yeah. the air, live. Yeah. Tragedy. This was more time at, at night time. It was yeah. later at night. What was his What was his show called? Brain Cookies. That's it, Brain yeah. Cookies. Yeah, I got, got the host. I got a picture hosting it one night when, when Fire Hose, when the first Fire Hose. And you know what? Uh, even <laughs> even when I first started at at, uh, at KXLU, there was the, the, the upper echelon, the managers and the yeah. staff. Yeah. 
they were still sort of puppets of, yeah, of major labels. And I, and I remember, and I'm not going to mention names, but I, I still have the names vividly in my head. I can say them right now, but I won't. And and clashes, you know, yeah, just clashes over simple stuff like why'd you play that? Why'd you play this? I don't know because it gets back to that dog. It's thing. happening. Yeah. yeah, it's a happening band. No one knows. People should be turned on to this. Well, we need to like maybe lean towards more mm -hmm. of this. They, you know, these are they're in the pockets of the main yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. corporate you know? ponds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we were, there was a definite transitionary period there. So yeah. it's it's. Uh, well, I'm it, glad you trained them right out. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just it was a great time, man. It was a great time seeing you know, Fishbone and and uh, you know Jane's Addiction on the yeah. on the same bill at the at Club Lingerie. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, that's the thing. It's it's a bitching thing that you did because you you did a, a final countdown which focused on hardcore too more than the daytime. Just got to focus on hardcore. And you got a bunch of that stuff digitized now and and available online, right? That's you can right. Listen to that shit. That's, That's right. Awesome. Yeah. Where can people go to find? Well, credit card just expired, so I got to renew on it. But <laughs> okay, <laughs> it's uh, it's if you look on uh, Final Countdown Classics, uh, pot, uh, P O D B E A N Podbean dot com. Podbean dot yeah, weird ass name. And the and the, the show is what classics. Final countdown, countdown classics. Final countdown classics. Yeah. People check that out. So just look yeah. right at the end of the second hour of the April twenty third, two thousand thirteen edition Watford Pedro show. We got more uh, from our guest Adam Bomb. What's your son on your art? We're gonna get to next. Right on. We'll yeah. type power three. Commitment, but it'd be great to have. Yeah. <laughs> April 23rd, 2013. It's the third hour of the Watt from Pedro show.
Even got a 401k for her. Yeah. Hey, uh, <laughs> started the third hour off with uh, one more thing from Rosie called a DACA. This is a, a remix of a radiohead. They, they've actually asked people to do remixes of the music. Wow. That's really, really nice of them. And stems, like they gave you parts, like raw parts of the two. Yes, yeah, so I wound up buying you know, four singles instead of one, yeah. as did everyone else. But uh, no that complaints, like I was into it. Is thing they call a toolbox? Sometimes you get different parts <clears throat> of the track you can play and mix with yourself. I don't know what it's called, but that's basically the concept, yeah. So I had, yeah. That's neat. Bass, vocals, et cetera, yeah. Uh, then we heard uh, Papier Teague with The Difficult Age. They're on tour right now. French Cats, young man. Playing for U.S. people. Go see them if you can. Then we heard The Father Figures with How to Succeed. And finally, Perdrag Delebesic. Leaves Fallen on Lisbon. He's out of uh, Perth. <laughs> Good nasty boy, Dan. I know. <laughs> Actually, he flowed me a bunch of tunes about the bass on, so I got to get to that. Now, we've talked about your uh, music and stuff, Roshan. What about uh, your art? Because now, I was, uh, I, was uh, I came on to that later. You sent me your works, uh, some stuff, and... Uh, when did you start drawing and stuff? So that was that was the first first type That's of expression, first expression that I got into. Yeah, stuff, right. um, and uh, I don't remember not drawing. So, so I always, as a boy. Yep, yeah. it's, it's always been an outlet. Um, and why do you think somebody stuck something in your hand? You just went for it. Basically, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, you know, it wasn't wasn't the most uh, welcoming uh, climate where I was living to express things directly yeah. with my voice and stuff so you know do it with, do it with a pen on a piece of paper it was uh, it sort of ran into less trouble that way yeah yeah so um, uh, and what was your first things uh, drawing stuff you saw yeah drawing faces drawing uh, faces. drawing things that were happening at home nothing nothing too morbid but uh, just <laughs> chaos and whatever else you know? right so, right right <laughs> description Rea- almost reaction yeah Sure. To, to the environment. Right. Uh, and then I started getting into more... No discipline, right? This is all you just going Totally, yeah. yeah. Then in school, did you get um, nurtured with this stuff? No, I mean, I, I, I couldn't really... I didn't really do well in art class. Not yeah. until I went to art school in my early 20s did I kind of get into that structure. Where Before that, like gave you some tips on uh, techniques. And I was able to respond to it in a, in a way that was... But by know. that time, you probably came up with techniques of your own. Yep. Yeah, so like yeah. kind of homegrown. Uh-huh, sure. So you're kind of glad you did that, maybe before the other thing came out. I mean, I guess so. I mean, whatever I, path gets you to here is what happens. Sure, exactly. So of course. But yeah, I think so because um, I continue to uh, to figure out my own way. You know, um, so I'm, I'm always kind of pushing myself and figuring things out and doing yeah, it through you, the back door. No, I'm interested in this because I mean, you have uh, children your, yourself. And yeah. There's this nurture versus nature. Sure. Right argument. In Probably people, when they have children, I want them to get the best education. I want right. them to get the best art teachers or whatever to help grow their own things. But then, like like in your case, sort of my case too, where uh-huh. you actually learned on your own. Right, right. And, and you say there's something to that. Positive, right? It wasn't all just stumble bum. In a way, you had no filter. Right. Nobody told you no wrong. Right. For example, let's say in the old days you... Uh, with your left hand, they would slap it right. They didn't right. want you using your sure. left hand. Whoa, 
Can you imagine the cats who had to draw with the wrong hand <laughs> just because the teacher sure. said yeah. that? I mean, people don't do that anymore, but there was that. There was a yeah. time of that, right? Uh, and it's still the equivalent of that, you know. Um, okay, that's why I was getting on. So, right, yeah. But metaphorically, that goes on. Sure. There, there's the way. Of course. But there is a place for teachers, though. Yep. Right? And what happened was, after high school, you start going to art school. Uh-huh. And you, actually, these guys were not in the way. They were aiding in a bet and Definitely, stuff that yeah. you had already developed on your own. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Because, like, for example, in music, you know, because I've had this thing since, you know, I had to learn, you know, from my friend and off records mm-hmm. and stuff. I, I, there's this kind of fantasy thing in my mind about the, the kid who got to learn music as a little as a tyke and then I've actually talked to people I've, we've had them on the show and they were taught real young it made them hate music because mm. it was such nev- negative experiences mm-hmm. that maybe it was better if they yeah, sure. did go learn on their own so yes I mean I didn't so like drawing for a while you can't generalize about this it's just specific to personal cases totally yeah but the art school did help you yeah definitely but you think you were in a good place I mean, I'd already developed some stuff That's on my own. That's what I'm saying. You were but, in a good uh, place to handle what they showed you. Right. But I learned a lot. Like, it, it gave me some really good tools. You're glad you did. Oh, yeah, definitely. Right? Oh, yeah. So it wasn't a negative thing. No. And it didn't hammer anything out of me or anything and like that. part of it was what? Uh, well, probably good teachers. Mm-hmm. But also maybe your situation. Now, when you're really young, you're just a piece of clay, huh? Those, those, those kinds of experiences can be... Yeah, I could see how they make people want to hate and not even do it anymore. Yeah. And I, I didn't want to do it for a long in time. The old wheel, now, your family didn't draw? Um, they Is did. art in your family? Yeah, okay. yeah. Because I know the real old days before institutions, it was like family things, right? You learned your father was sure, a painter, right. you became yep. a family. And, you know, I've, I've uh, talked to musicians that way. Uh, Steve Drow is the guy... Flaming Lips told me he was in his pop's band when he was five playing <laughs> drums. Five, six years old. Yeah, playing drums at right. gigs. So he, well, I guess vaudeville was all about that. You'd work the family into the act. Totally, yeah, sure. And there's something endearing about that. The Marx Brothers. I mean, Marx Brothers, <laughs> oh yeah. Buddy Rich, the drummer. Uh-huh. I think. Yeah. But Mickey Rooney, when you see those act- actors and actresses, a lot of them were coming out of th- those kind of situations too. Uh, so what did you do with our school thing? So, um, well, I started, or, or your artistic endeavor. Yeah, um, I was taking an illustration class, and I met uh, an art director from the New York Times one night, and he said, uh, "You know, call me tomorrow. I'm going to give you a gig." And that was that was just it. So um, then I then I just that just kind of got me. Wait, wanting he saw it. your work? Yeah, hey, yeah. So um, yeah, he he liked my work, and then I called him and did this gig for him, and then I just wanted more, and then I just began seeking those out. Village Voice and the Nation, et cetera. Oh, so you're, so. S- you're still talking New York City then? Yeah, you yeah, yeah. come out here yet. Correct, right. Oh, okay. So. Wow. So what made you want to come out of here? Um, my now ex-wife and I were on the roof of our building, and we watched that, that plane hit the World Trade Center. <laughs> and she was just like, let's, let's go. Yeah. So um, we came out here and realized we didn't like each other, um, split up, and then we have kids, so we're both here. Well, what about... With your art. Oh, I, everything is via internet these days, you know. So it didn't so matter you changed in town. Didn't really matter so much, no. Okay. Would you say there's a cultural difference? 
between L.A. and New York? Yeah, as far as you do in New York? Oh, yeah, big time. I mean, one of the big things is, is driving versus walking, you know. Right, so, that's a walk in town. Yep. This is a drive in town. Yeah, yeah. So I spend a lot more time by myself here, which yeah. is good and bad. In the chamber. Yep. <laughs> yep. Glass. So a lot, a lot of think time. A lot of think time. Maybe more do time back east. Yeah. Because yeah, you don't have to travel far to get where you need. Right. And it's more, more reading time back east too. Now, now I'm sort of focused on the, on the road. Yeah, got Before it. I could, I could read on the subway or whatever. Sure. I can't sure. do that anymore. So. So that's the big difference. Is just the, the way you live. Uh huh. That reading time is neat. Yeah. <laughs> but you can't really do that in a car right. so much. Yeah. 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 A lot of people are into books on tapes. Books on tape culture. Oh, yeah, the, the hearing thing, the yeah. audio. Yeah, I only got two, three blocks to go to work, so... Well, the <laughs> man's right up here. Oh, right, yeah. The same Teach song the radio right. is still going, so... You know, right. I don't have any more Hiroshima music, but I got one more block of music. All right, there's a band here from Tokyo. They just put out a new album. They're called Buddy Girl and Mechanic.
My name is Alice Walker, and they never told me why I'm not named for anybody. It's just a name out of the sky they thought was pretty, I guess. Way back when, I'll change it someday. I like to pretend I'm just a visitor here, like on one of those shows in a house full of people. I don't hardly know, but we'll all get to go home in a week or so. Back to real life. And I'm picking up the carpet in the corner where I crash. I'm too tired to separate the pennies from the trash. And I don't guess it matters even why Jesus died. I can tell you about sin. We got this duplex up on Fireline Road. It's way out from town, so the rent's pretty low. Not much more than a cinder block cell, just like the one next door. And the next one as well. And the bus don't run out here but three times a day. The 7-Eleven, it's a full mile away, and there's a car in the yard, mostly rust and dents. We moved here, but it hadn't run since. Forget my name, can you? Forget my face. Gonna lose myself. Daddy's quick picks scattered on the floor among the half-empty bottles. A chair against the door in case he comes home drinking. With loving on his mind, I never let it happen. But that don't stop him trying. My sister weren't so lucky. He got to her too soon. She never saw it coming. He knew just what to do to keep her silent. I swear to God, I'll kill him if I can. Said she made him do it. After all, he's just a man. Forget my name, can you? Forget my face. Her nails right down to the quick And they've taken her babies 
they won't give him back. And I know she loves him, and God knows she tries. But when you're that far down, you're just gonna get high. It's like eating or breathing to the rest of us. She can't even feel bad without the stuff. Forget my name, can you? Forget my face. Gonna lose myself in some finer place. Finer places where I'll go, and I'll leave no trace out on fire. Alice Walker, they never told me why.
Watt Watt for Pedro Show. Uh, last music we played for the, this edition here is, uh, yeah, we start off Buddy, Girl, and Mechanic with uh, a tune <laughs> called Buddy My Cloud. Uh, <laughs> and uh, then we heard uh, Last Call for Angels with Empty Hearts by Kings of Lower Town. Yeah, they're from Canada. And then one from Long Beach here. They're called the Crazy Women Drivers, and it's called Free of You. And then Tetsuo from Comply or Die. Shit, I can't remember where they're from. Sorry. And then Fireline Road by James McMurdy. I think. Shit. I think he's from Texas. And then finally, uh, these guys are from London. They're called Now. And tune called With It. In fact, the bass player came and visited with her lady to, to see the sea lions. Oh, man, there's all kinds of them. Yeah, lots of little baby ones. The uh, aggressive males are running them up, you know, because sea lions, right, one guy takes care They're of the thing. Mm-hmm. So all you got a lot of frustrated dudes. Mm. <laughs> and then the pair 39 up and yeah, 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 not that's all them dudes. Like, mm. ah. <laughs> so they drive the mothers away, and they're these abandoned little pups. In fact, there's uh, paddling. There's been a lot by the Angels Gate hmm. up there, and, and some mothers taking care of them. But the hospital yeah, they're full. flooded. Right. Like they're setting the records. Yeah. So now Nanny says we shouldn't be interfering with that because it's overpopulated. Yeah. It's, yeah, that's like, I, it's, it's heartless. It's right? like mm. I like the people that work there because they're my neighbors that work yeah. and they they do a great job and yeah. they work real hard yeah. to deal with the seals. But the, the seals are like these creatures and they're cute, so people love them. Yeah, but there's way too many of them, yeah. man. You ever mm. have them jump up on your kayak? No, not yet. Man, have them mm. jump up. You've had it, yeah, yeah. And do paddleboard and get them jumping up there because there's so mm. many of them, and, and they're they cute. Check but they check me out. Well, maybe that's yeah, what's like it. Maybe there's too many of them. Gangsters spy hop. Yeah, they check me out. But I've had, you know, I've been doing it now 13 years. I haven't yet had one jump on board. I had one when I got too close to the buoy out there. The yeah. big red buoy, PS14. Yeah, sure. He came Quite firm fucking like a missile across my bow, letting me know he thought of, and he was as big as me. He was like mm. 250 oh. to 300 pounds. Do you have a big bump on the forehead as a man? He was a big old stud. <laughs> Bull. <laughs> right. Okay. They get tired. They like them buoys. You're mm. in his You know, it's hard yeah. for them to swim, swim, swim. They like those buoys. I thought I gave him a wide berth, but he didn't think so. so well, I you know, I was just mm. out. Fireboat 2 was out. We got the biggest fire tractor in the world. We, we had one, the Ralph J. Scott, 78 years. Yeah, my dad worked on Do you remember the Sanzanilla fire? He was on that. Yeah, he was the first fire boat there. I got some rivets well, from he was that. 77. In fact, yeah, you were around. I, yeah, got, yeah, I got yeah. some rivets probably within a couple moments. You know what? That, he's probably out of the fire boat when it was on Terminal Island that burned down. The fire bo- boat house burned down. At that time, he's at that historic yellow one underneath the bridge. Yeah, that's the one that burned down. They had to build the one on our side. With a big brass roof. John Jure's pop did that. I saw John Jure. He moved about a block from me. He wrote a... Before the Minutemen, there was a band called The Reactionaries. And he wrote a song. It was called Getting Existential on the Beach. That's a Martin on vocals. Right? That's, That's right. for a magic yeah. trick. That's it. <laughs> That's an action. There it is. That's Joe Vi's artwork, pulled too. pulled that sucker out like a magic trick. So, uh, let's get back to your art. What do you, what do you want to do? Uh, do you have a big work planned? Uh, um, Are you involved with the Praj? 
Yeah, I've just been working on a bunch of personal images. I created a Tumblr with just a whole bunch of personal images. Uh, Get so, website. Yeah, it's um, if you just if you just look for my name on uh, online, uh, Rob Sussman, R O B S U S S M A N, and then hit Tumblr. Yeah, uh, you'll find it. Use the use so, the Google. Yeah. And Tumblr. Tumblr is where you can just put a bunch of images. Yeah. Some scrambler thing. Yeah. Uh, no E on it. And as far nope. as music, <laughs> is music you got on a holding pattern right now? Uh, yeah, I've been laying low okay. on the music front. So. Adam Bob. You got a gig to do. You got your bass here. Really? Yep, yep. Rocking out uh, this this weekend. Lots of gigs, man. Biza. So you're doing prac with Joe Biza now? Uh, actually, tonight is prac with yeah. uh, with Ramirez. Oh, John Ramirez. Yeah, sure. Uh, his band, Masters of Everything. Yeah. Okay. That's, yeah, we gotta get Adam Bomb back for another session. That's, yeah, go that's through your Sunday music journey. Uh, mm-hmm. Also, uh, got it formed by Bob Lee. I'm gonna be in. Part of his Jesus Christ superstar. Yeah, production. <laughs> I don't know if you heard Which, about that. You're going to be the what? Uh, Caiaphas. Oh, Caiaphas. Caiaphas. High priest. In Gilliam was Jesus, right on That's the record. That's right. Yeah, and Murray Head. He wasn't Murray in the live thing though. No, he was doing Deep Purple. There's two. There's two. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But that's Weber, somebody told me Weber being there because of that crap. Cats. I wouldn't doubt mm-hmm. it. Oh, sure. no, that guy's that guy's living large. Living large. Cats alone. Yeah. Cats alone. Well, would you know? I'm not ashamed to say I never saw it. Yeah, I don't know. It's, I figure it's about cats, but that's about all I know. Years of Pantages, Pantages above Hollywood. It was a butler. Years. Years. Yeah. Well, we got the same dude that built the Pantages made the Warners here in Pedro. That's right. It was the last of the chain. And well, today, uh, Jamie Cano premiered. That's right. right. Somebody else was <laughs> talking to me about saw that. The Exorcist, the week it came oh, out. 73. I, I did yeah, a, at, Boone saw that. At my school today, I did an orientation with a new student and a parent. And uh, and I got D. Boone's picture up on the wall in my office all the time. I got number 42 on my wall all the time, just for a couple of heroes. And, uh, and sure. the mother... She worked at the Warners because I was talking about how uh, how uh, we do our graduations down there. And she said, oh, I worked there a long time. I, I, uh, I worked there when the Minutemen had their, their opening of We Chammy Cano. I said, well, there's Dee Boone right there. So I thought that was, that was kind of hmm. cool having a parent that oh, was sad. cool enough to be hip hmm. enough to. Great uh, night. Those are the kinds of students I'm getting now in my school. Well, Matt, so good to be with you again. Yeah, it's been too long. First time, well, thank you for coming aboard. Good yeah, luck with the art. Great to meet thanks you. so much, Visions. likewise. Adam Bomb, thanks Cheers. for bringing yeah, right back man. fucking... All right. Thank you, Watt. You know? Yeah. Hey, Bomb. <laughs> thank you, my man. Yes. Brother Matt. Speedboat, it's been the uh, April 23rd, 2013 edition of Watt for Pedro Show. Keep your powder dry. Yeah.